It's Film Festival Radio, the show where superstars and future stars happily coexist together. And now, here's your host, Janice Malone. Okay, thank you so much, Alan Dershowitz. Again, the book is Cancel Culture. And uh, it seems like he's going to get to those 50 books in his career. Imagine writing 47 books and still counting. But, um, you know, Judge Judy, Just this was, I think, Thursday. Judge Judy also spoke out about her uh, opinions about uh, how she's not very happy with this whole cancel culture, PC, politically correct culture that we're all and and witnessing too. Some people have been targets of it. But anyway, um, our next guest is on board here and the line is blinking green. So we're going to get right to it. My next guest is one of the nine remaining contestants on season 20 of The Voice. Okay, yes, the next show will be airing on Monday night on NBC to see who's going to get all the way down to the finals. We're, we're almost there. And among those nine contestants is Kenzie Wheeler, who's on Team Kelly Clarkson. Now, he's the young man who's not only making a name for himself as a singer, but his mullet hairstyle is also becoming a major part of his brand as well. He's a very talented, very handsome young man. And we have him online just waiting to chat about uh, the rest of the competition that he's a part of. So let's bring Kenzie on uh, to chat with him about Monday night's upcoming The Voice and the competition. So let's, let's bring him up right now. Hey, Kenzie, you're now on the line with Janice. Hey, Janice. Kenzie, good afternoon. How are you this afternoon? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm great. Just waiting on your call, of course. And uh, here we are. And here you are. You are still in the running on The Voice. And so we will see you in action Again, my friend, on uh, Monday, the 17th here. Yes, ma'am, Monday night. Monday night is a big night for you guys. <laughs> so, okay, so can you tell me, what, what are you going to do this weekend? What's what's your plans? Well, my, this weekend, um, well, I'm going to be doing a lot of uh, rehearsal and stuff. Um, you know, rehearsing my song and, you know, I kind of run through what I'm going to be doing on stage and everything, so... Are you nervous, or is it just kind of business as usual? Um, you know, there's always some nerves going into, you know, kind of everything, you know, when I'm on stage and stuff, but it is for sure business, too. You know, I just want to get up there and, you know, give my best vocal that I can give on the song and, you know, hope that, a, that America puts me through to the finale. Yes, absolutely. Well, yes, ma'am. <laughs> so far... What's, what element, what aspect of the competition that now so much is behind you, what part it was the most nervous part or the most challenging part for you? I'd have to say probably my, my blind audition, you know. Um, it being my, you know, the first time me being on the voice stage and everything and 
singing for the first time, you know, kind of in front of the coaches. Out, you know, they have their backs turned. But you know, um, that was probably the the most nerve wracking time for me. Um, was singing my 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 blind audition song and singing, you know, on the stage for the first time. Was this your first time auditioning for The Voice? Yes, ma'am. It actually um, was my first time auditioning. Oh. You didn't appear nervous at all because I know a lot of the contestants, you know, you've heard the stories that they this is sometimes their fourth time or second, third time. Yes, ma'am. But you hit a home run the minute you were up at bat. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Well, but of course, even though you, what are you, 21, 22 years old? I'm um, actually, I just turned 23. Um, April 29th, I turned 23. Oh, well, belated happy birthday so. to you. What a great Thank bir you. birthday gift, performing on The Voice, still in the running. What a gift. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, now, but, but even <laughs> though you're still young, um, you have already, prior to The Voice, understand that you opened up for Charlie Daniels and uh, Craig Campbell. Um, yeah, I also opened up for Michael Ray, too. Michael Ray, oh, wow. Michael Ray. Okay, okay. Yes, ma'am. So, uh, I opened up for him when I was in high school. Um, I believe I was a junior or senior? Over the, no, I was, it was over the summer, and I think I was going to my senior year. I got to go to Ocala and open up for him back home in Florida. That was pretty pretty cool. He's a great guy. Well, have you, uh, you heard from from uh, Craig or Michael since they're now seeing you on television? You heard any, any Twitter or anything like that from them? Um, no, I actually haven't since I've been on the show. Um, but um, a while back, Michael kind of gave me a shout out and stuff on his Instagram and everything, so I thought that was pretty cool. So, I think, but I haven't heard nothing from him since I've been on the show, though. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, now, uh, as the all of us know, uh, Blake Shelton had earlier predicted you as the winner of the show. Does, and yes, and he's steadily praising your, your talent stairs. Does that put any extra pressure on you or, or what? Um, I wouldn't say it puts any extra pressure on me. Uh, I just, um, you know, obviously I'd love, to, I'd love to win. I think everybody here, you know, that's, you know, that's still here and left the top nine would, would love to win and everything. And, you know, I just kind of look at it, you know, as whatever happens, happens. Um, everybody here is amazing and so talented. And I just, you know, just go out there and give it my best and, you know, just, just hope, you know, for the America, you know, puts me through the next round. I get the votes. And if I don't, I don't, you know, it, it is what it is. So, but that's kind of how I feel about it. And, I want to win, though, for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't blame you. So if you do win, what are you gonna? What's the first thing you're gonna do with some of that money? That's a good question. Um, you know, obviously, I want to put it, you know, towards to putting out music as soon as I can. But you know, I, I do, I do want me a boat for sure for back home. So I'm a, I'm a big fisherman and stuff like that. So. I hunt too, but I love fishing, and I want me a boat for sure. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> so far, what's the largest? I'm a, I love fishing myself. What's the biggest, largest fish you've ever caught? Um, well, I do salt, I saltwater fish and I freshwater fish. Um, I'd have to say, I'll just say when I was younger, um, 
in middle school, me and my dad and Michael Kelly and my cousin Cody, we used to go to these old phosphate pits um, when I was younger. And uh, the biggest largemouth bass I ever caught out of there, I believe, was about eight pounds. We caught some bigger ones out of there, but that was the biggest one that I ever caught. My mom caught like a 12-pounder out of there. Oh, go on. Yes. Yeah, so... Well, you know something, Kenzie? I think after everything is said and done with the voice, you deserve to go and, and go on a big boat and go some deep water. Catch some marlin or something. <laughs> yeah. Offshore, yeah. Yeah. I love offshore fishing, too, for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, well, let's talk some hair here. I understand <laughs> that your dad encouraged you to grow a mullet. And your mullet has brought you a lot of talk and a lot of luck, and, and it's your trademark. It's part of your brand now. So with, with your mullet, is it all business in the front and the back, or is it fun in the front and fun in the back for your mullet? Well, as Blake said, you know, you got the widow's peak. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's right. Um, you know, it's business in the front and party in the back, you know. Um, my dad, he's had... You know, I'm older for a long time, and uh, his is really long. Sometimes he puts it in a ponytail. Oh, wow. And uh, I was like, I never really had long hair. I always had like kind of like a buzz cut, two and a three, you know, for a long time when I was younger, you know, in the high school, playing baseball and all that. And, you know, I got out of high school, and my buddy my buddy had one for a little while before me, and I was like, what the heck, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grow my hair out and grow a mullet, you know. And that was kind of before, you know. I uh, auditioned for the show and all that, and I came on the show with a mullet, and it kind of, you know, it stuck with me, and it's my trademark now, like you said, and, you know, um, people, obviously, I guess people like it, you know, some might not like it, but <laughs> people like it, um, yeah, it's kind of a thing now, I can't, I can't never really cut it off, so, <laughs> no, but I love it. It looks good on you. It looks very good Thank on you. you. Very good on you. And I think people, the fans will be disappointed to see you out in public mulletless. Yeah, I can't I can't ever cut it off. <laughs> uh-uh, you can't. Sure. So speaking of being out in the public, are people recognizing you when you go out and try to get uh, some fun or relax or something? Yeah, I was, uh, actually, there's like a big festival that goes on um, back home called the Strawberry Festival. And, um, the grounds is like, probably like 10, 15 minutes from my house, but I was coming home from work and I drove through Plant City, which is where the Strawberry Festival is. Um, but I live in Dover, but I was driving to Plant City and, uh, this guy was parking cars and stuff and I was sitting in the line, you know, moving up slowly with all the cars. Um, and I was playing my music, my windows down and. I look over at him, and I turn my music down, he's like, hey, aren't you that dude on The Voice? I was like, yeah, <laughs> that's me, man. Uh, we talked a little bit, and uh, so I thought that was pretty crazy, you know, just sitting in line, you know, at a red light, and this dude parking cars for the Strawberry Festival recognized me, in my, sitting in my truck, so, um, and I was at Publix, too, it's a big grocery store back home, and these guys, uh, and the uh, and the meat market, we were getting some steaks and stuff to cook, and they also recognized me too. They're like, "Hey, you that dude on the voice with the mullet and everything?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's me." <laughs> so it's just crazy, you know. Back home, you know, 
can be in just the little old place and somebody just recognizes you. That's awesome. Well, it sounds to me, Kenzie, like your mullet is going to have to uh, get its own website and social media pages because yeah. it's more famous than you're <laughs> getting. <laughs> that is yeah, so we'll cool. See. Well, lastly, so far, with, can you share with us some of the really cool things that uh, your, your coach has shared with you about performing and, you know, being on stage and such? Yeah, just pretty much, you know, um, you know, just, just being myself, you know, Kelly, you know, so just be yourself and, you know, just give the best performance you can give, you know, it's mostly what you want to do. And, you know, she's worked with me on, you know, my, my vocals and stuff. And, you know, I, I've been adding in here and there, little spots on my songs just to bring out my range, you know, a little more so people can hear my range and, um, just, just things like that. She's such, she's such a wonderful coach and so down to earth. She's really sweet. And I love Kelly and, you know, it's been an honor for me being on her team. Um, you know, I wasn't just, I mean, I, you know, Blake was obviously my first, I was going to pick Blake for sure for my first pick. Um, but with her blocking him, you know, I wasn't disappointed, you know, Kelly was my second pick for sure. Um, that was to happen like it did and you know i've really really enjoyed working with kelly she's amazing and she's she's so sweet and an awesome person so what an honor and a thrill it must be to be you know have like a beating war between blake shelton and kelly clarkson (laughs) gee kenzie Ah. yeah she's always like reminding me i know you hate me for 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 doing that i was like i don't hate you (laughs) you're you're amazing Oh, that's so sweet. It's, it's just, you know, it's fun, for sure. Great time. Well, Kenzie, I've I... Really, I've really enjoyed it, so... Oh, I can tell. I don't blame you. Oh, my goodness. Well, this is definitely my last question. What were you doing this time last year? What What was your life like? Oh, wow. Well, that's a good question. Um, this time last year, uh, you know... Working back home at Publix, getting up every morning, you know, not every morning. Uh, I work four on, three off, so I work Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday off, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I get up at like 3.30 every morning and uh, got to be at work at 4 a.m. You know, I'm a selector at Publix, so I select cases down the aisle and build my, my pallet. I drive a pallet jack, and I, I do the order and take it to the dock, and it's wrapped and everything, and the loader puts it on the trailer, and they take the groceries to the store. And so that's kind of what I was doing, you know, uh, back home working for Publix. And, you know, if I wasn't working, either hanging out with my, my buddies or my family, um, you know, like I said, um, I like to fish, you know, and hunt and ride side-by-sides back home and, uh, you know, just a good old home, hometown boy. And that's uh, kind of what I love to do, you know, so. Good guy with having fun with his mullet and his buddies. Yes, man. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Kenzie. And yeah. one year later, here you are, hanging, singing, being coached by Kelly Clarkson and Blake Shelton, all of these types of uh, wonderful superstars. What a difference a year can make. So I just say congratulations to you. And uh, we're going to look forward, of course, seeing you Monday night uh, on The Voice and see what yes, happens. Ma'am. See what happens. Yes, ma'am. Uh, well, thank you uh, thank so you much for, uh, for the chat. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Ma'am, no problem. I got to get 
to know the man with the mullet. We got to, and we did. <laughs> I, I hope you uh, enjoy it. the performance Monday night and everything. Oh yeah, I've been enjoying you absolutely, definitely so. So we will we'll be tuned in. I'll have my little popcorn, and we'll we'll be cheering you on <laughs> on Monday. So you have good. a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you Monday night. Thank you. You too. I appreciate it. Okay. Take care then. Bye bye. All right. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank you so much, Kenzie. Yeah, he and his mullet are a package deal, and they look so cute together, he and his mullet there. So, again, Kenzie and the rest of the eight contestants who are in the semifinals will be in action Monday night, uh, May 17th. Man, it's already May. May 17th on The Voice on NBC. And to further speak of The Voice, oh, yeah, we're still not done. We have one of Kenzie's fellow contestant friends there. And we're talking about uh, Victor Solomon. And Victor is with uh, Team John Kelly. And uh, we saw him in action last Monday night. This was his first live performance on The Voice. And he hit a home run, just like the rest of them there. These singers are just so, so very good. It's just hard trying to figure out who's going to advanced because they're all very good. But anyway, Victor is um, a student at North Carolina A&T. He's an Aggie, go Aggies. And he's also, uh, as I said, a very talented singer who started singing in the church at the age of about six years old. And he went on and started doing uh, talent shows. Uh, and one of the talent shows that when he was in the eighth grade, he sang Ordinary People John Legend's big hit, of course. And so it just seems that fate was just there waiting that he should now be a part of John Legend's team on The Voice. Yeah, it's been very good for him with John Legend, a matching pair there. So um, we saw uh, Victor seeing Stevie Wonder's I Wish. He tore it up there. I like that hat he had. Did you see the hat? Guys, see this hat? It was really cool. But anyway, uh, we are awaiting for Victor to join us online here. He'll be joining us, I think, in about 15 more seconds. And I'll tell you a little bit more about him. He is now a senior at uh, his college, North Carolina A&T. He serves on the Student Government Association uh, one of the school's organizations, and he still stays busy by working uh, at his church and singing at the church and also singing with the school's gospel choir when, you know, when things were about, well, they're not back to normal quite, but they're getting there. But he's a very busy young man. So now he is on The Voice, of course, with John Legend and the rest of the gang. So, okay, green light is blinking. We are about to chat more with Victor Solomon from uh, Team John Legend about his journey as to how he became uh, a contestant on the world's largest talent show on television. It's a huge one, The Voice. So let's bring Victor Solomon on, uh, bring up his microphone and his call right now. Well, good morning, Miss Jocelyn. I am doing just great. Just waiting on your call. Perfect. 
perfect. Perfect. Okay, I'm gonna connect Victor to you. Um, he just has a hard out at, at, at like seven, like seven fifteen. If that's okay, because I have another interview like, right after yours. Okay, that's no problem. No problem at all. Okay. All right. Hold okay. On. Victor, you're on with Janice Malone. Hello, Janice. Well, good morning, Mr. Victor. Man, you sound like got that Barry White voice going on this morning. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. I'm really great. But uh, listen, you just wowed America last Monday night. This was the first time that we saw you in action on a live performance. What was that like for you? You know, it was really exciting to be on that stage and knowing that it was live, you know, the energy had to be high. And, you know, the song that I had, I Wish by Stevie Wonder, you know, it definitely produced and produced a really high performance for me. So I was really excited. Uh, was that the first time that you've ever sang um, a Stevie Wonder song or that particular Stevie Wonder song? Yeah, so that was the first time I sung that particular Stevie Wonder song. I sang As by Stevie Wonder at a vowel renewal. And, you know, that's one of my um, other favorite songs by him as well, too. But that was my first time performing I Wish. Yes, ma'am. What, what, actually singing the song versus actually dancing and having fun to the song, that particular song, oh my God, that's just one of my favorite Stevie songs. Um, so what, yeah. what is that? Is, is it, is, is that a, very challenging song to sing or, or what you know it, it is i would say the song is already in a higher key um so i definitely had to lower the lower the key um other than that um you know it's kind of in my area of you know soul and church at the same time you know i was able to like church it up just a little bit you know <laughs> with some of the things that i used to do in church so it was it, i wouldn't say it was hard but it was really really fun you know it was you know, any Stevie Wonder song is, you know, there's a lot to it, there's a lot to add, and you can't really mess it up. So it was it was probably hard because it was Stevie Wonder's song. Oh, yeah. Well, to further speak of churching it up, uh, I understand that you can take, well, a, a lot of us, well, I guess most of America, we can't really go to the churches as we are used to going to. But uh, right. what's been the reaction uh, to your church, uh, about your success on The Voice. Yeah, so, you know, my church, both, so I, um, I live in Peoria. My home is in Peoria, Illinois, and I go to school in Greensboro, North Carolina. So I have kind of like two church homes at the moment, but my church home, my both church homes are really, um, really supportive and excited. They're buying t-shirts, you know, they're sharing, posting, and voting as well. So it, it's really been an exciting journey. Oh, yeah, got to get those votes in. Definitely get those votes in. Well, Victor, I, I understand that you have three siblings and, and you were raised by a single mom. Your family was your close-knit family. So how did you end up on The Voice? Did you try out more than one time like some of the contestants? Or how did what's your journey to get on that big stage right now? Right. And so, yeah, so first, you know, um, I do actually have four siblings. Um, three sisters and one big brother and my journey has been it, I, I went and auditioned in 2019 in New York and I obviously didn't get it didn't even make it past the first audition the the, the uh, what is it the, the calling the cast something like that I can't remember what it's called but I didn't even make it past the first round um, in New York 
So this time, um, one of the casting producers, I believe, reached out to me and through through uh, Instagram, through DM, and you know said that the content on my page was really good, and they um, suggested that I try out for the show. That's how we started this journey of season twenty. <laughs> wow, that's amazing! That is so amazing. So you didn't have to do all the long standing in line and you know we've heard those no. stories <laughs> that's good that's very no. good what, what do you think it was about your second audition that caused you to to get through this time around you know i'm i'm really not sure you know i think uh maybe the maybe the person that i was that was working with me you know he believed in me a lot and that was even the time where i told him i didn't want to do it anymore you know he encouraged me he you know, sent me a lot of examples of, you know, what it could do or the benefits um, of, you know, using the show as a stepping song. Um, but, you know, I sang the same song as an audition. I sang Glory by John Legend in my first audition in New York. Didn't make it, but I did the same song this time. So I really can't tell you what the difference. <laughs> I, I just uh -huh. made it further and I made it onto the show this time. Well, it seems that John Legend has been a very integral part of your career as a singer. Um, yes. You know, now he's your, your team coach. Uh, then you sang mm -hmm. Glory was one of the auditions. And then I understand yes. that when you were in the eighth grade, you sang uh, Ordinary People. So this was just fate for him to now be your coach, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it's incredible. Like you said, I've been singing this song since I was in middle school and you know to actually be on the stage and to sing it in front of him and then to be on his team and to still be on his team you know in the semifinals is incredible so i'm excited what are some of the some cool things that he's uh, shared with you about performing you know one thing i asked him at least about about this uh, this upcoming performance is you know how can I be successful, you know, in the music industry as an artist. And, you know, one thing he told me was just, it's always good to just be you. And, you know, and be true to who you are as an artist. You can't really be anybody else, you know. If you, just, if you start off trying to be someone else, then, you know, you, you short yourself. And you, you're not having, you're not reaching your full potential in who you are. So, you know, he told me that, and I was had to really take it in and run with it. So, I'm excited to see what the future holds. And so, okay, Monday, big night. For, I talked to one of your uh, fellow contestants, uh, Kenzie mm -hmm. Wheeler, yesterday. Okay. And so I asked him this same question. What, what, are you, what are your plans for this weekend? I mean, Monday is the big night for you guys. So, but what are you going to do this weekend? My plan for this weekend is to obviously, you know, you know rehearse, but not too, not too much. It's really just to get more rest. Um, I believe I'm pretty, you know, comfortable with my with my next song and the arrangement that I that I have, and you know, so I don't have to do too much. But you know, this weekend is really just a, a resting weekend. You know, just really preparing my mind and my heart for what's to come. You know, praying and fasting, and you know, just um, seeking God even more. So that's good. Well, I got a last question here. What was your life like this time last year? I, I, of course, we're all under the, the lockdown, but what were you doing May of 2020? So May of 2020, 
Oh, okay. So May of 2020 last year, I was in Greensboro, North Carolina, and I had literally just been reached out to about the voice. So, you know, they reached out to me a year ago, literally this uh, this month. And I think that's when I started the process. But other than that, I was really just stuck in my stuck in my apartment <laughs> because of COVID and, you know, the curfews that we had going on. But now, a year later, we are on the voice and following my dreams. So. Oh, what a difference a year makes. Isn't that something? Yeah. Just one year ago. <laughs> It's really incredible. Well, Victor, I got two minutes left here. Kyle, give us your your contact, your social media handles, and how people can follow you and cheer you on. What what do they need to do? Yes. So, um, you can follow me on Instagram at underscore Victor Solo, and on Twitter at Victor Solo underscore forty three, and on Facebook at Solomon. Okay. And yeah, just. To let everybody know, you know, just a reminder that this Monday um, is another live episode and voting will be opening up, opening again. And make sure you download the Voice official app and make sure you can vote on the NBC.com slash Voice Vote website as well. Ten votes on each platform. Okay. Per Cast those votes. Cast those votes for our guy, Victor, here. Well, Victor, thank you so much for chatting with me this morning. And I know you've got a long list of media that you got to continue to talk to. And so we're going to be cheering for you on Monday night on The Voice. So thank you. Yes, yes of course. Thank you for having me. You have a wonderful day. Okay, you too. Have a great weekend as well. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you, Victor. Okay, Victor and Kenzie, both these guys, powerful singers in their own respective uh, genres of music, and they are getting ready for Monday night along with their other seven fellow contestants there. A very, very uh, talented group of young men and women, and uh, we just wish the best for them, but we especially cheer as loud as we can for the contestants from The Voice who are on our show, who make appearances. They have some very busy schedules while they are competing, and so anytime that they can uh, take the time to chat with us in between the rehearsals and the coaching and such, media appearances are tops there. But anyway, make sure that you join me and the rest of the voice contestants and all of the people at NBC on Monday night, May 17th. NBC, of course, when we will see what will happen with Kenzie and Victor and uh, just so, you know, the other remaining seven, as I said, uh, as they roll into the finals. Yeah, everything will be live on Monday night, and so we'll see what happens. We'll be there right along with the rest of America. Really, the actual world, because the voice comes on around the world now. And we are so proud here at uh, Film Festival Radio because we've been uh, interviewing contestants from the voice from their very, very first season, from season one. And this, we've got them in our archives. And so now, of course, they're at season 20. And they're still calling us, you know, say, hey, you want to talk to our contestants? But of course we do. And so we want to thank the people at NBC Publicity for uh, allowing us this great opportunity. And you know what? 
I want to thank you guys, you listeners out there, for also giving us the opportunity to share this show with you and for you to take the time to listen to us as you've been doing all these years. And we really do appreciate your support. So I'm out of here. That's it. We'll see you on the next edition of Film Festival Radio Show. And uh, we'll see all you guys from The Voice on Monday night, 7 p.m. Central, 8 o'clock Eastern, NBC, of course. We'll see you next show. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another edition of Film Festival Radio with your host, Janice Malone. Be sure to download this and other episodes at filmfestivalradio.com.